Hi, and welcome to the DIY Photo Organising Podcast, focusing on topics to help you with your photo management. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Photos in Order. Hello, Fiona. Hello, Chantal. Have you all packed? Are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) I know I am uh, leaving to go on a little vacation with my gorgeous husband. Um, No, not packed yet. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. So lovely listeners, we're both going away for a few weeks, basically, (laughs) and we've decided to have a bit of a break, you know. Uh, So just to let you know, we will not forget about you and we will be back for you in July with heaps of new episodes to come, exciting topics. <laughs> and yeah, we'll see you again in July. But before then, we have that one last episode here today for you. And we're going to talk about sorting printed photos because, again, these are questions that come um, again and again from listeners because, you know, as it is, Pretty much everyone still has printed photos, even young people. You might have inherited them or, yeah, most people really do have them. And a lot of them struggle when it comes to sorting them. And today we're going to share five tips about sorting prints. Fabulous. Exactly. So let's jump in. Oh, before we do, um, we thought also while we are having a little bit of a break, if you have some questions and things along the way, um, just jump into the show notes or our, on our website um, on this link on the this page that you're listening through. Or if you're listening through um, Spotify or Apple or any of the other um, platforms, in the show notes there, there's a link to um, a wish list. So if there's something that you would like us to answer, we would love to do that on upcoming episodes. All right, five tips. So printed photos. The first one is the way you sort the photos. Now, um, opposite to what you might expect is looking at the front of the photo. We are going to say and strongly recommend you do this, flip all of your photos over um, and sort blind, so to speak. (laughs) So (laughs) we want you to be able to sort without um, thinking too much into this sorting process. In this very first step of sorting, so what you do is you literally get all of your printed photos. Um, The first thing is sort by size. So get all of your um, four by sixes or three by fives or, you know, five by sevens or whatever sizes you've got. and flip them over because the back of the photo can give you amazing amounts of information and um, you'll start to naturally group like photos together. So one of the things that is on the back of the photo that will um, naturally cause this grouping to occur is the stock of the photo that it was printed on. So this will give you information um, like if it was a Kodak or a Fuji or whatever um, material and uh, company that printed it, you obviously would have got those groups printed at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's a really, really great way to um to start sorting isn't it Chantel 
It is. Um, I just used it with a client the other day and it was amazing. It's a little bit like magic, to be honest. Um, but the one was by, by size and we had photos going back to, you know, the 60s, 70s, 80s. And there were phases where we all had um, the square photos with the rounded corners. And then there were square photos with pointy corners. So looking only at the back and the sides it was so quick to sort them into those batches and automatically you know they they belong together they're not yet you know they might not be 100 percent chronologically sorted but they from the same era and that's so valuable and it was so quick and easy it was like whoa that's awesome and another example if I may share that is also from another client where they had their photos in albums and wanted them to to you know, I had to take them apart for them to scan them and and so on so as I did that I discovered that in more than one trip the same trip was actually distributed over three different albums. Yeah. And so it was all over the shop. And within those um, batches in the three different albums, it was not sort of in any chronological way. I could quickly see, you know, looking at the photos, of, oh, I've just seen that mountain on that picture. This looks very, that's the same thing. They must have been standing the same place when I took the photo, but they totally out of order. So... I did exactly what you said. I turned it all around and I saw that they actually have a stamp on the back and I was lucky because they were like from the 90s. And so they actually did have a sequential number and I was able to put everything back into the chronological order. Um, and for us as a photo organizer, you know, that's, yay. You always feel so <laughs> that's good. Some people don't mind if if it's not exact, but, you know, if I can. Exactly, yep. If you can, you can, exactly. And one of the things, one of the things I would say is this is, so this first tip of sort is if you, um, if you flip all the photos over and then just do the first sort of go through in big groups. So what I would say is just the material on the back, just those, um, you know, if it's got a, um, a, a company printed label name on the stock that they're using, um, just do that first. So you might end up with 10 piles. Correct. And you've got, you've got some that, you know, you've got a pile that have nothing on them. Then you've got a pile that have a gold, written Kodak and then you might have a pile that have a black written Kodak right so you're in your big groups first yeah then pick that one group and then start by what what that gold written Kodak is because sometimes they might have you know different types of stock or they've all got one you know batch print on it or um, you see they're all in a batch with a number print on it or something like that. So, again, find your natural organising piles within yeah. the big pile and then group down and then group down from there. And it's it's really interesting how, you know, you can see. And those numbers don't mean, uh, we're not trying to say look into what they mean because often those numbers are actually meaning what 
um, colors that they've used, how much of different colors that they've used in the stock on the on the print. Yes. And unfortunately, they just didn't have the wherewithal to think, you know, wouldn't it be good in years to come if we actually printed the year? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them did occasionally, but that is not common. So mm. Don't worry too much about that. But there are a lot of clues in the back of those numbers um, because they would be consistent at the time of the printing. And so at least you can gather then that roll of film or that, that uh, you know, sort of year spread or something like that. Yeah. And it's so interesting um, here in Australia, uh, Sydney hosted the Olympic Games in 2000. And you can see that, you know, a few years before then, it started to be on the on the Kodak prints because they were sponsoring the games. <laughs> so you can see the Kodak with the Olympic rings and you know exactly, okay, that's around that time these photos were taken. You can tell. Yeah. And it wasn't later than 2000 because they would have not used that paper anymore to print photos on. So it's, yeah, over time. <laughs> yes. You play detective a little bit. It's, um, it's Yeah, good. it's good. It's good. Mm. So with this with this um, tip of sort, I think the other thing we just want to mention is um, it takes away the sort of that urge you might have to sort by person. And while it's lovely to have all of one person together, it's obviously not realistic because the one person is in a photo with other people. And so very quickly, if you have more than one child, um, it's, you know, which pile do you put the photo in if you've got, you know, your kids all together in one photo. So doing it this way will just sort of allow you to take a step back and start to get some natural organising um, structure to this, this process of organising printed photos. Um, and that's just helpful, I think, to actually move this project along. Yeah, always, isn't it? Mm. There are a couple of exceptions maybe to worth mentioning. For example, if you have all the photos, it might make sense to sort by family branch. Yep. Not so much by person, but by branch. That's what I did with my personal family photos. We would have a branch from mom's side and the branch from dad's side. Um and that's in, you know, in the wider context, you could say it's by person, but it's not really. And it, in that case, it made sense up to a certain point. Often that would be when two people meet or when they get married and then it sort of merges into one. Absolutely. And I think that's that's a logical way that usually we, we inherit photos. So we'll inherit um, a family album from you know one side of the family and then you know if somebody else is the family keeper of the other side of the family you know before those families merged so um, it is quite a, a logical organizing pre-organizing sort of a process that, that some people will inherit that group of family photos or if you if you've got them all and they are all mixed up then it's definitely a you know a nice way to look at those older photos mm. Yeah. Also, a, a thing we wanted to mention is that in that whole sorting process, obviously, this can take quite some time, but also to keep in mind that it, it will take several rounds of sorting usually, you know, because you keep finding photos 
and you might add them to a pile and then later on go through that pile again once you have gathered everything that belongs to it and do some fine tuning which means you know you might throw out some photos or you might um, regroup them in other ways or whatever so it, it it's not a one touch thing and then it's done you mm. will touch them more than once <laughs> yep absolutely absolutely so our first one is sort by the back <laughs> that's our tip number one sort by the back of the photo what's our second tip here okay the second one is about um, bundling what I just mentioned you know you have to, you end up when you're sorting you have those piles or bundles like be it regardless of whether you sort by by time or topic or whatever um you have little bundles so uh, we just want to let you know please don't use paper clips or rubber bands they're not good for your photos um especially not long terms but even short term you shouldn't be using that what we recommend instead what you can use what is safe to use is ziploc bags can be very handy um or also envelopes and as a temporary measure and sorting um, way of sorting, you can use normal envelopes. You don't need to get the archival ones necessarily to start with. That would come into play a bit later. But for the sorting process, that's absolutely okay. Yep. Mm. Wonderful. All right. Um, tip number three is it's got to do with labeling. So when you're going through this process, we recommend um, strongly, I mean, we just, we cannot emphasize this strong enough, do not write on the back of your photo with any kind of a ink Sharpie that is going to um, leak onto another photo. And sadly, this is something that happens. Um and back in the day, that's what they did. That was their metadata, so to speak. They wrote on the back of photos. You know, so many times when I'm scanning, I see great bits of information that's on the back of a photo and, it, and it's really helpful. And it's it seems like, a you know, a logical way to keep the information with the photo. Really, please be mindful that this is um, dangerous to damage other photos so no sharpies um, we recommend using index cards if you're putting them in little envelopes you know as you're sorting and you're grouping photos along the way you can write on the outside of the envelope but not with something that's going to leak through onto a photo so just be really mindful of that so just using a soft pencil if you are writing on the back of a photo but primarily, we really recommend just grab yourself some small index cards and just go for writing as much information as you want about that group of photos. And there's no sort of limit. Like, you know, I'm not saying have an index card per photo, but obviously when you get your groups of photos, you just you might have 10 photos that are together. Just write a little list who what what's on it who they are where you were what's important some dates if you know them and pop that at the front and then get to your next one grab another index card and um, you can logically start to see some water coming through there so make sure with your labeling grab yourself some index cards and if you are going to write on the back of a photo please use a um, archival safe you know, pencil if you can, but any soft regular pencil is okay. Yeah. 
very good. So next up, our fourth tip is to identify special photos. So what do we mean by that? Oftentimes when people sort their printed photos, they do that because they want to at least scan some of them, if not all. Now, if you're sorting and culling with the aim to have everything scanned, it's very easy, of course. You don't need to do anything further than, you know, sorting them, bundle them, um, use those index cards, put them in boxes, um, stand them up, like, you know, have them vertical, standing in the boxes, and you're done. But if you only want to scan some of them, uh, what we would say then, it depends a little bit how many you end up wanting to have scanned. If let's say you have a shoe box that takes approximately like 1200 photos, and let's say you want to have scanned 50 of, of those 1200 photos, the easiest way probably is to simply rotate the photos that you want to have scanned so that they stick up like the index cards and you can see straight away where they are and you know you can pull them out scan them and even put them back straight back so that they that they still are where they belong in the whole in the bigger context that's one way another way could be that you stick a post-it to the back of the photo and it sticks out when you look at that box or some people prefer to turn them around so you know when you've got them vertically in a box and you look into that box, you would see the image and some people choose to turn that photo around so you would see the back of the photo and that's the one that is scanned or has been scanned. Some choose to store them that way once they have been scanned to still know which one was digitised. Yep, absolutely. I think yeah. it's great. And if, they, if you're taking them out to give to someone to scan, um, just put a little placeholder if, you know, if you've already done that organising, um, just put a little, you know, if just say you've got 20 photos, uh, you can just put one to 20 on the, on the back of the photo with a little sticky note and, and then give it to the person to, to have scanned. Um, and then in your index placeholder, you have a little index sticking up saying number one, and then you have another index sticking up saying number two. So you've got your 20 spots that you can just put the photo back in um, if you if you need to do it that way. Another another way to, to do it. You want to share our last tip? All right. So our tip number five is very important. <laughs> Don't overthink it. <laughs> we just obviously we're all about getting the job done, encouraging you, motivating you to, you know, do special projects get your photos organized, do the things you want to do, have your why clear front and center and move forward with what it is that you, you know, you really want to do with your photos. So don't overthink this process with, um, with organizing your, your printed photos. Um, and there's lots of different steps you can take along the way and just do one part of it. And so the first step you might do is just take all of your photos out of your photo albums, if that's your end goal, because they're in those magnetic ones, um, and put them in a big pile. That could be it. Don't overthink it. Just take them out. Or one album, one night, take it out, and then do the next one. Um, and then do another step sort by grouping or something like that but let's not overthink you know we have to have every we have to have it all the years organized and have it all looking beautiful and um you know in in the exact order 
So there's lots of different ways you can um, do this. Just grab yourself some boxes, um, some shoe boxes, and they don't have to be archival. You know, if you listened to our podcast from last week with, with Kate, um, you know, temporary storage is absolutely fine for this process. So, yeah, number five, don't overthink it. <laughs> and also when you come across photos that you're not sure where, on which poles they should go, you know, regardless of whether you sort chronologically or by topic, if you're not sure, don't, again, overthink it. Have a box ready for uncertain or unsure or however you want to call it, just for those question marks ones. Put them in there and at the very end, you know, once you've sorted everything, oftentimes when you then go back to that box, you will have the answer by then and you will know what to do with them and you can put them in the, you know, onto a pile where they belong. Um, and, yeah, just don't try to play detective and try and find out desperately, you know, was that photo taken in 1980 or 82? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, but if you want to be certain, you know, put it in that box and, and deal with it later because you will most probably have found similar photos and you will know where it belongs. Yeah. Mm. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Um, so there are a few courses actually through on our courses page that we thought we might just um, bring your attention to if you're interested in learning more about this. There's three brilliant courses um, specifically in this area that relate to uh, printed photos. So one of them is called the Easy Index Scanning Workflow, which is um, on Adam Pratt's website. And that one is brilliant for, it's very detailed, um, lots of great information, very step-by-step -step as to how this indexing works in a more um, specific way. And so we thought that if this is something that you're wanting to get into more detail about and, you know, really learn and you're taking on this project in a um, for yourself and you're doing scanning, then it really does the scanning part of it, but then the organising workflow as to how to organise your photos. Um, and then there's some magic at the end that happens digitally yes. <laughs> with, this, with this scanning workflow, which is just beautiful and it all just falls into place, um, even if you've got different piles and, and batches um, across your shoeboxes. So that's a great one. Mm. And we've got two other ones also about the same topic, which is organising old photos uh, by Miss Freddie, that one is, Casey. And also by the photo managers, they offer the course printed photo organising made easy. I mean, that says it all, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, as you can see from the offering of courses, you're not the only one if you struggle with the sorting of printed photos. And there, um, there is help out there if you uh, want some more guidance for that process. Yeah. And just also another one, um, you know, if you do want help, 
the photo managers have a great search feature on their website to try and find a photo organizer in your area. Um, because this is something with digital organizing, you can, you know, you can get some help from anyone around the world, but sometimes with the printed stuff, um, if you need someone to actually come in and sit with you and go through this process, there's some fabulous photo organizers mm. and just have a look on their website. You can sort by country or um, state and, you know, specific details like that. So you might find someone in your local area that can help you. Yeah. And we'll put all the links in the show notes, of course, as always. Yeah. And I think that was it for today, short and sweet. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, as we mentioned at the start, we're going to see you. Well, we're not seeing you, do we? But <laughs> we're going to be back in July. And, you know, until then, we really encourage you to leave your wishes on our wish list so that you've got plenty of questions to answer when we come back and as always you know leave feedback or get in touch via the socials or just email us check out the course page so yeah you know it by now (laughs) and you'll find all the links in the show notes as always is there anything else Fiona I think that's it have a wonderful trip with your family and your your mum overseas and um, I'm sure you'll have a fabulous time, Chantel. So we'll look forward to hearing about your photos. I'll be interested to see how many photos you're adding to your collection. You come back. <laughs> oh, damn. oh, no, no. I know no. I'm going to be adding a lot to mine. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish you the same. It will be so exciting to meet your new grandchild. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, we're just so looking forward to it. It's going to be great. It'll be great so that's from us um thanks again for joining us it's always a pleasure we just love doing these podcast episodes and we really hope that you enjoy um, learning new things getting some inspiration for yourself and your own projects um so thanks for joining us i'm fiona from photo helper and i'm chantal from photos in order thanks for tuning in as always and happy photo organizing till we back in july See you. Bye for now.